Ready, folks? I'm on the move again. The clock says 2121, but it's three to four minutes fast. So, close again. I close tomorrow. I actually don't mind the closing shifts, folks. Because usually it means you get a podcast, or as I like to call it, a car cast. And I got to sleep in a little late today. Uh, side note, the bad part was... Uh, slept real crooked, so my back's like, eh. But again, that's what happens when you let yourself get out of shape, A. Eh? And, you know, you sleep just like a fool. I have been sleeping more often on my back, which has been really nice, actually. Really nice. For some reason, I was always sleeping on my side, and now I've been forcing myself, so I hurt my knee. Which, thank you, no, it's, uh, it's uh, like 99% better, if not more. So, um, yeah, that's what happens when you get older, folks. Things don't, uh, don't, don't, uh, <laughs> rebound the same, let me tell you that. Sorry, if you hear that, that's how uh, I was gifted a uh, bottle of Coquito, seen alcohol, and the plastic's just roaming around the cars. I navigate these little turns. So sorry if you're hearing that uh, extra noise. Shout out to Will, who always, always notices uh, the sounds, which I think is pretty cool. People always uh, people notice different things, and that's really cool because different people like, like different things. I had a guy who left my company recently, and he looked at my YouTube channel. And he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, I like your stuff. Your videos are too short. I was like, he's like, yeah. He's like, you got to turn the camera sideways. And I was like... Honestly, I was filming most of these for Instagram. I just kind of threw them on YouTube after, so I had them up there before I deleted them off my phone. He still subscribed to the channel, which is pretty cool. You know, I still count that a win-win. And the coolest part about that, too, is that then he looked at my stuff, and he was like, you know, I got a YouTube channel. He's like, I got to get back on that, too. He's like, I got I to gotta make some moves. And that was pretty cool, because I motivated somebody by them just seeing that I'm trying to do something on a regular basis. So... You know, I got a follower, he got a follower, and he got reinvigorated to do something that he had been doing in the past. So a lot of times I find that we just get like, ugh, ugh, life, you know, it gets in your way and there's so much going on and you just, you stop focusing on your dreams, your side hustles, your passions, you know, it's, it, it gets, in, you know, it gets to be just tedious or monotonous or just hard to do because you got so many things and you got kids and you know, the dog needs a toothbrush, and your daughter needs braces, and the boss won't give you a raise, and, you know, your boots are old, and you gotta wear them because you work in a warehouse, and you start focusing on all the crap, and then you say, I gotta find a side hustle, I need another job, I need blah, 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 so I make more money, well, here's one problem there, folks, we're gonna, this, today's podcast is all about side hustle, but if you do get a side hustle, you do understand that you're gonna give Uncle Sam 40% of that too so right there no matter what <laughs> you increase your taxable income now I'm not suggesting go out and be a crook or anything but even if you another 100 bucks you're only going to keep 60 of them so you got to figure out what you're doing so I always tell you, you know be ready have a side hustle maybe your side hustle is pay off the car you know, use the car, you know, it's, I, we've talked about another podcast, just listen, folks, scroll through, look what I'm talking about, side hustles and all that stuff, but I don't think I've talked about is what it takes and how you can start your side hustle. I think I've told you about, you know, starting a writing blog, it was a high write, right? People do podcasts like I'm doing right now, but we're going to get into like some of the breakdown in a second, so we're going to come back with that because I got to stop and we need to pause. So you want to start a side hustle, right? We're going to talk about the bad part. You're still going to pay taxes, most likely. Now, get your CPA, figure out what you're going to do. There's options, folks, but 
So you want to start a side hustle, right? You want to maybe pay for college debt sooner. Maybe your kidneys braces. Maybe you're just young and you want to, you know, stack some guap, you know? You know, you want to get half a rock, as the Sopranos called it, when their daughters got married in the show in season six. Was it six? I mean, season five. Whatever. Half a rock, folks, is $500,000. Half a million, AKA. Like they say, you know, what do we do if we're not doing it for the kids, right? So how do you find your side hustle right now? Let me tell you the one, number one problem most of you are having is you're going to sit around waiting for it to drop in your lap. You want to start something, right? You're not just going to say you're going to the Gap and, you know, slinging khakis, right? You don't got a wicked jump shot. You can't, you know, fling rock or sling rock or whatever Biggie was talking about back then. You do it. They talk about it in Boulder too, whatever. I mean, you know, not you do it, but, you know, uh, you do your research. Figure it out. I said it in reverse on purpose. So the first mistake I see people make is they don't know what to do. They know they want to do something. They don't know what. You see, people want to invest, too. They're like, I want to invest. I you know Grant Cardone's so my money's sitting on the sideline. It's going to depreciate. I'm not going to make anything. So money in the bank's worth this and blah, blah, blah. And it's only insured to the first 20, 50 grand. I don't want to lose. You know, people get to hemming and hawing and jawing and nothing happens. It's like, man, shut up, bro. You're accomplishing nothing by talking that much. Okay, I mean, I know. I woke up snarky today. But the number one problem, folks, is they're waiting for this drop in their lap. You're going to wait 20 years to your back hurts, and you can't even get a side job, let alone a side hustle. So that's the first thing I see people doing just totally wrong. They're waiting. They're not coming to me. It's going to drop in my lap. You know what? I can tell you how you find your side hustle. It's, it's, it's right in front of you. In fact... It's smacking you in the mouth right now while you're listening to me. So check this out. You know what your side hustle is going to be? Whatever you do best. I'm not good at anything, Tony. You're good at something. Everybody's good at something. So here's your first clue. Or your second clue, I guess. What does everyone congratulate you on? What do they talk about? Man, your house is so fantastically organized. Man, when you make those sneakers on Nike Color ID or whatever it's called, man, you pick patterns I would pay for. Man, the way you painted your living room, it looks like you paid someone $5,000 to do it. Man, I would have paid you $1,000 to do my house. Just that one room. What's that you say? I do something so well you would pay me for it? Oh, ho, ho, ho. That's uh, your second tip. Here's your third tip. What do you like doing? Because I'll bet you you're pretty good at what you like doing. Now, if what you like doing is illegal, uh, related to adult content, stuff like that, maybe think first. You know, you're going to do what you're going to do. You're your own person, but, you know, um, the adult industry might not be your best friend, for example. Just let's throw something out there, right? There's certain things you can't do and you can't do, right? Maybe you're good at video games, but, you know, not everyone's going to be a paid video game player. I know one person did that, and I think that was for like 10 years, like 20 years ago. So now for the last 10 years, he's worked in some kind of like software division doing some kind of coding or something. But let me give you an example. My nephew loves video games. Loves them. So what's he learning? Some coding. Stuff like that, right? Learn how to make a video game. He's got a job in his, in his school. He works, I think, uh, two days a week, an hour a day or something like that. And it's involved a computer. So now when he goes to college, his part-time job on campus can be in the computer room where all he's going to do is reload the paper, check the ink cartridges, 
you know, hey, this uh, this won't send the product to the printer. Oh, well, you're not in the queue right. Oh, here, hi, I fix it for you. Boom. But now when he goes to apply for that job, he's been working in his dream field, quote unquote, for X amount of days, X amount of years, right? He has more experience than you. He has more of everything than you at this point. So now he's the man and you're not. And experience is a great thing on your resume. So you've already got the experience, right? What are you good at, folks? What are you not good at? What do you want to do? I mean, there's a million questions here. No, I mean, if you're really good at washing dishes, don't, 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 you know, just, just, just be quiet. Stop talking. That was a bad answer, fool. Really bad answer. Like, I don't like you anymore. You're on timeout. Ooh, I'm trying to cut across these lanes, man. There is so much traffic. I did not think there'd be this much. Yes, that's right. You get a car cast. You get to hear my notes on my driving and who's surrounding me in my Camry. By the way, uh, cheap promo. Hear my uh, podcast on why you need to buy the Camry, not the Corolla. I think you'll like that one. It got pretty good reviews. But here's what I said, folks. You've got to look at what you want to be, right? What are you good at? That's what you're going to do. You're really good at organizing? Hey, I know you said your kid's room is a mess. What if I could organize it in a way that makes it easy for him to clean and easy to be organized so you can help him do it and then he can do it himself? You know, and I'll help you find the, the closet organized like I got from mine. And hey, I've even got a coupon. I'll save you 20 bucks on this $100 setup. And then you pay me another 100 bucks to set it all up for you. And I'll drill the holes and show you how to work this thing. And hey, I've even got a way to organize his schoolwork to make it easier for him to focus. A uh, guy went to college. His mother had a side hustle, and that was her side hustle. She had her own, well, it was her business, but I think they were wealthy to begin with. So I don't think she needed she needed the money 100% so much as she wanted to help people and make money doing it. And she was able to make money doing it. But you could buy the equipment, the books, the organizer, <clears throat> the shelf organizer, all that stuff on her website. And they should come to your house and, you know, apply the skills. Get the stuff hooked up. You know, there's different stuff to do with. When I did construction, I worked for a guy. And his wife's cousin got a condo. Or co-op, I think. A co-op. Co-op, yeah. So, you know, we did the job from a lot. You know, give him, of course, give him a discount and stuff. But his uh, the guy's girlfriend, she had, I think it was Closet Wizard or something. Closet King. She'd been using it for like three or four apartments now. Everywhere she lived, she'd used it. So one day, you know, someone knocks on the door. We open it. She's like, hi. And, uh, how do I say this? Nice. I guess a portly woman, shall we say. Rubenesque, I guess. Sort of. Sort of. And, um, and I'm, there's a reason why I'm saying I'm not trying to be a jerk. She comes in. Speaks to the co-op owner's girlfriend. She's like, oh, yes. That's what I wanted. My vision. She's like, so you always read last time, but fit for this closet, but also in this kid's room. Oh, yes. I want this. It's that. And I'm like, hey, look at this crawl space. Can you put something there, too? And this lady had a yellow notepad tape measure and a Mercedes she took some measurements made a suggestion the young lady says yes on the spot the next day two uh, what appeared to be day laborers shall we say strolled in after we got to of course we had the apartment they took down the existing uh, closet infrastructure shall we call it like how the closet was laid out plugged the holes put some paint had their lunch, came back, started installing all their racks and rails and all the stuff that would be wanted for the closet wizard or whatever it was. Now, for those of you who are harping on why I said portly or possibly Ruben, etc., what I was trying to say is that this woman made a $5,000 sale in about 30 minutes of work, and she didn't actually do the labor. 
And if she was slick, she probably rode with a Mercedes. I see a lot of people who do sales that when they go to people's homes, they have a nice car. You know why? Because it exudes confidence, the car. A lot of people say, oh, you drive a nice car, you must be making money. Oh, your product must be good because you got a nice car. So you see what I'm saying? There's a, there's a perception that you want to create there. And if you're good at something, like uh, the Dark and the Joker said, my dad always said, if you're good at something, don't do it for free, right? You know, I got these scars. So if that's the case, folks, if that, you've already got your, uh, your free marketing. You've already got your Mercedes, shall we say, because people already know what you're good at. Man, you're a great guitar player. My kid said he wants to play guitar. Hey, look, I see the guy on YouTube. His uh, internet lessons are like $50 an hour, right? And he's not even in person. I'll come to your house at $25 an hour, and I'll riff with your kid. And if he really wants to get into how to write music and stuff, we'll maybe charge you another $5 an hour. But you get in-person experience, right? And, hey, you love when I, when I do my little shows, don't you? I'm charging you, what, 50 60% less on average? Plus, you know me. You can trust me with your kid. You see how that works, folks? I'm going to come back and wrap this up because I got one or two more tricks for you. All right, folks, let's close this up. So we're talking about how to do your side hustle, right? How to find it and where you can see it, right? We said that, you know, it's uh, it's right in your face, right? And we talked a little about the taxes right now. Talk to your CPA or, you know, get some, some classes and see if you can write off some stuff. You know, maybe, you know, your side hustle becomes legit and you buy a new guitar and you're teaching kids how to play on that guitar. Maybe you can write that off. I don't know. Go do your own homework. But you see what I'm saying? Like, you can increase your quality of life. Let's say you become a professional driving teacher. Maybe you can write the car off. Have a newer car. Maybe you sell your car to your business and then you keep the newer car for you and the old car you lease back to yourself. I don't know, folks. I don't know. Maybe you start a car rental business and one of the cars is rented out to teachers. I don't know. Driving teachers. I don't know. But there's different things you can do. But here's another uh, big question you need to understand. Something you need to think about, too. Because your side hustle is going to be one of two things, folks. It's either going to be something that you just do on the side to make a little money here and there. Like, um, you're really good at the camera. So every now and then you take pictures of people's weddings or their eBay displays for their the stuff they sell, right? Because for some reason, your your pictures just, you know, your displays are better. So everyone likes them. Man, no, no shame. Do what you got to do. Right? So that works out. That's your first thing. Well, that's pretty cool, right? Okay, if we got that covered. So now your second thing, we understand, you know, we can figure that out, right? Is your side hustle just going to make you money? Or is this something you think you might want to scale? Because you know what? I really love photography. Eventually, I don't want to be a teacher. I want to be a photographer full time. I don't want to do anything but take pictures on my own schedule and take beautiful weddings and even funeral photos, you know, because what do they call it? No, what do they think they call it? The second line? And you have like a parade after your funeral and stuff like that. So maybe you're going to do that, right? And, that, you know, it is what it is. You do what you got to do. It's your life. But you need to know because here's the thing. If it's just going to be, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm really good at painting. So I'm just going to paint people's houses, you know, a couple houses. On, you know, I'm going to try to do one house a month. Try to book them sooner. You know, book them in December for February. So I know I have them in, get my deposit in. Buy the paint, put some money in the bank, and I come out to their house after I know they're going to be on vacation. I come in then, so they don't have to be there. So I can move their furniture. They're not in the way. You know, I'm not worried about the kids knocking over the paint trays. 
And you know you're just going to do three, four houses a year, five houses, maybe even ten houses. You're not even twelve because you want to take the summer off because it's hot and nasty. And you're not going to do December either because you're with your family and, you know, maybe you're going to take some time off. So you decide, you know what I'm going to do? I'm aiming for nine houses. I want to do a couple rooms of house. I'm not doing full craziness. Just, you know, Bob and Shelly want to, you know, paint the basement. Tito wants his kids' room with a giraffe on the wall. I'll get some stencils. I got this. That's fine. If you're going to grow and scale it, you might want to do some research first. If there's even like a 50% chance that you're that good at it, A, and that you would love to do it full-time, then you need to do some research and see what you're doing and get some of the paperwork done maybe. you know, Do I need to do an LLC? If I do, what applies in my state? You know, what, what kind of stuff do I need to do? Because there's a difference between... You know, like, okay, let's make it simple. There's a difference between just, you know, doing some Uber Eats and DoorDash or dropping some food off two hours a day, three days a week. And you're just, you know, just adding some extra income to pay for the gas and maybe the car payment, right? Maybe you do Uber Eats enough to make $80 a day, three days a week, which is 240 right? So now we times it by four. What do we got, 960 So that's enough for your car payment, your car insurance, your gas, and some pocket money. Right? I only did what? I said two hours a day. Three days a week, so that's what, six hours, six times four is 24 hours, that's a, it's a part-time job. That's different than starting a car rental business where you're scaling it and you start off with one or two car rentals a month and now you have five cars and five becomes 12 and 12 becomes 20. Some are short-term, some are long-term, but you got the little key thing, you know, you got the little Faraday box so they can't just get in. You got all your you got all your, your research done. They're not just like, oh, they bought it, never returned it, and I have insurance, but no. And you put some nice mats in there so they weren't dirty up your car. This is something you can do, folks, by the way. I think it's Turo, but I'm not sure. But uh, do your homework. There's money renting cars. But, but check this out. What if in your area no one needs rental cars? Because everyone's broke. <laughs> and they can't afford to rent a room, let alone paint a room. You know, then you got to figure what you're going to do. Your side hustle is to rent out your house in Airbnb, and then you rent another house with people, and you get to keep the master bedroom. So you know you put stuff in your name or something. You know you got there's, there's things you got to think about, folks. But there's there's a lot of effort and legwork depending on what you want to do, how long you want to do it for. Is this something you're looking at doing for twenty years? Is this something you're looking to do once or twice a month? Because if you want to be a hunks moving junk, and you just want to be one of the hunks. You can ask them to the part-time guy. I mean, it's it's the guy that started as a college, right? It's college guys moving junk or something like that. Did I say that right? Pause is applicable? Whatever. But it doesn't need to be crazy. It can be doable very easily. You don't have to go nuts. Or maybe you buy two trucks and you get two guys for each truck. And then you're like, no, I was just managing my part-time, but I'm going to scale it now. And it's different because, you know, you know, what if you were just a guy driving around back in the day? I think 2008 people were collecting used pallets. They were just throwing them out. After the Great Recession, as we call it, for 2008, 2010-ish, people weren't throwing them out. People were selling them. It was crazy. I mean, it, it's the, you know, put us back in the day on Craigslist on the free section. I got a TV for free. I just had to carry it downstairs. But then the market changed. Now, there's be nothing on there depending on what state you live in. Because people were trying to sell. People were trying to move stuff. It, it got crazy. It went from... I, mean, I think that sometimes I even saw free watches. Like, you have to fix them, but it was still free. You know, like, I used to buy stuff on Craigslist. I mean, there's stuff you could buy to flip, stuff you could buy to own. Stuff was free, stuff was for barter. There were options. There were lots of options that don't exist currently. I mean, there's still stuff. Do your homework, but... You know, like I said, do you want to barter for a living? 
Is that something you're going to do like just on the weekends on Saturday because you spend Sunday with your family? Or is it going to be more of you're going to like, I'm going to barter like the show. I think it's called Barter Kings. They started their own store. They barter to either get stuff they want to keep or stuff they want to sell. So they do a little bit of both. They try to figure out what they're going to move and how they're going to move it. Oops, sorry. So, you know, like one time he wants to get his wife a ring, but he doesn't want to pay for it. So he starts with a $200 item. Moves, moves the needle all the way up until he has like two or three grand. And that's pretty cool, isn't it? And that two or three grand worth of goods, he then trades to someone else for something else. And then by the time he's done, he's got a $5,000 item. He prays for a $7,000 item, but the guy who only wants the seven or the $5,000 item, he doesn't need his $7,000 item. Now you have a store people can come in and buy stuff that you've gotten. So you bought something for two grand. Well, let's say you bartered for it in this case, right? And you said it costs you four hours of time and you get $2,000 for it because they just came to your store and bought it. Minus the cost of the store, you made $500 an hour on that one item. Now imagine you had a warehouse full of goods that people were coming to look at and that you also had posted on Craigslist. You had posted on eBay. Now you went from someone making a move or two on a weekend to now making thousands of dollars. Well, you're not even in the store because people buy it online, right? On eBay, you're asleep, but they buy it on your personal website. You wake up, the money's there. You just got to go in there, tape, box, address, stamps.com, drop it off at the post office or FedEx, whatever you're using. You're done. People all over Instagram, they're making products, right? Got G10 knives, covert kits. Uh, shout out to Aftermath.gear. Great little covert kit. Great kit. Fits in the fifth pocket in your jeans. It has ways to escape, evade, and see. All in magnetic tin, about the size of my thumb. A grown man's thumb, I'd say. Great gear. So, and all he's got to do is print the label, put it in a package, and mail it to me, right? Because I bought it on his website. That was it. I saw it on Instagram. So his uh, outlay of what was in the can, I liked it. Like I said, if you listen, picking locks is my hobby, right? So this seemed like something to have, right? It's going to count as like a Christmas or a birthday gift for my wife. And it's like I said, it's there's not a lot of stuff I really want. So it's, you know, we'll get each other something cute, like a sensitive, sensual, like a sweet gift. You know, like picture the kids framed and put them, pick them, lock it, stuff like that kind of stuff. But you know, if I want a pair of sneakers, my wife would be like, hey, I want this. You want to buy it for me? Okay, good. Done. We keep it simple. But he's not doing a side hustle for fun. This is something he's looking to grow his business, right? You get enough orders, you fire your boss. And what's the podcast about? Freedom. Firing your boss, right? We talk about change in advance. I need to change your mindset now. That's why I want you to look at a side hustle. Like I said, let's go over it again. You need to look at doing something. What are you good at? You know, everyone's, you have beautiful handwriting, Hey, let me do your thank you cards. Hey, let me write your kid's name on their door. Hey, let me do some stencils for you. You'd be amazed what people pay for. I saw a guy on a, he was 76 Impala. He drew the line, like along the, the, the edge of the bodywork, right? Where like, you see a little silhouette, like the line, you know, like it's, I don't explain it, but you know, it's the curved line of the car. It's like, man, that makes the car look, it just stands out. This guy came, I think it was a green car and he put a gold stripe down the side. By the size of, you know, a chubby pencil. This guy didn't use tape, though, folks. There's <laughs> an older gentleman, probably 50 to 60 years old, came with his bag of tools. 
made, I think, a thousand, two thousand. I don't know what he made. Probably, let's say, let's say between five hundred, let's say like three, four thousand dollars. He used a compass. You remember back in the day, you put a pencil in one part of it, the other part of the point, you make a spin. He used that to make the, the flourish the back of the car by the tail, you know, the trunk. And the line he drew, he did it by hand in one continuous motion. He probably made in a day. Actually, he probably made in two or three hours what I make in a month. So if you're good at something, do that. Let's say you're really that good. Maybe you get rid of your boss, right? And then that means first, like I said, you got to do the research. So what are you good at? What do you like to do? And what do you want your side hustle to accomplish? Occasional extra income? Or your ticket to freedom? It's your choice, folks. You tell me. I'm going to go inside. I got to try and fix my Christmas tree because my big boy knocked it down and broke the leg. And Walmart has yet to deliver a tree that was supposed to be here Tuesday. And since it was not delivered today by 9, I am now entitled to a refund. So when I went to Walmart the other day, I bought zip ties. I got a drill. I'm going to make this work, folks. I'm going to save Christmas. Tony at changeofvance.com. Changeofvance.com, of course, the blog. Instagram, Pedagogy the Fresh. I posted yesterday for the first time. I don't know how long. YouTube is changing advance. Twitter is changing advance. Merry Christmas, y'all. Peace.